Stay up on the real culture of Detroit by tuning into the Detroit is Different podcast network weekly. Music, art, business, comedy, and never before told stories from the people of Detroit. Here Goes 313 Salon is where you need to go to get the love, care, and attention needed to grow and fashion your natural hair. Call 313-320-7890. My Natural Hair is a podcast that shares all the information you're looking to learn about natural lifestyle and growth. My Natural Hair is hosted by LaDonna Sams and Markeisha St. Clair from the Hair Goals 313 Salon. Subscribe, like, and share on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher to the My Natural Hair podcast. And don't miss the how-to lessons, styles, and love of natural hair. Welcome to My Natural Hair podcast. I'm Markeisha. I'm LaDonna Sams. And we're Hair Goals 313, located 16824 Kirchival Avenue. And Gross Point, <coughs> Michigan. Gross um, Point. The, uh, to- the topic of the day is going to be the pros and cons of faux locks. Yeah. So, um, you want to start off? Okay, so um, the fr- one of the pros, the pros of having faux locks is a good transitional uh, hairstyle. Uh, it reinvents yourself with a style. Um, you can use no heat. Uh, it lasts up to three months. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can fake it till you make it. Um, right. But the fake it till you make it faux locks, I think um, those would be the ones that would be lock extensions yes. where you can lock from there. Mm-hmm. I'm not for sure if you can lock from faux locks. I don't think so because the hair is too silky. Yeah. And that's not um, what and, locks oh, and, would look like. And that's what's going to be the difference between the two. Like, I guess if you couldn't do the faux lock, unless you got a certain hair. Mm-hmm texture but still it would be yeah it would um be just a totally different look from um when your hair grows out into what the um what the faux locks fox locks are looking like now they're looking like silky um well there are variations if anybody don't know um what's her name um megan good megan good megan good i don't know if you remember her um i think and during the time when she was about to get married to her husband or around that time she was wearing the goddess locks mm-hmm. and they were very silky and curly and mm-hmm. you know and i think it was a, a pretty big trend uh, um, yes. around that where um i think the other the other young lady I, she's a model and she uh, eva she yes. she had them as well they mm-hmm. look really nice but her texture seemed like it would work it looked like her um that that faux lock looked just like her texture right. would be if it was her. So it really looked really nice on hers. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you could um, also start locks with the lock extensions, um, but with like the but the faux locks is, bulk hair. I, yeah. I think the faux locks is really that look that Megan Good has. Mm-hmm. Because if you were, the lock extension would be something totally different. The lock extension would be like the kinky hair. Most of the time, one of the techniques, what they would do, would uh, braid it down and then wrap it. But the hair that's wrapped would look like your texture. Mm-hmm. And, and then when you come to get your hair done, you will have the palm roll uh, situation. Mm-hmm. The faux locks is, a, is, a, is not a... Um, is not a uh, a permanent style. It's not a permanent style. It's a three month style, um, and it's also uh, a lot of people <laughs> could get a little confused with the lock game with that. So mm-hmm. faux locks would be the ones that are extensions, and they look really silky, and they give off the non um, fuzzy or the traditional lock look. Right. Um, so they don't really look 
like traditional locks. They're more like a silky wrap, or if someone gets it with the kinkier look, you can get those too, that they look more like a lock. Mm -hmm. um, but sometimes they have a curl at the end, or sometimes they're, for the most part, they have a curl yeah, at the end. Yeah, they have a curl at the end. Um, I'm just surprised of how many people we see with um, faux locks, fox locks, because locks wasn't like the desirable, attractive look for a long time. Even I had a, a, a lady come in for a consultation and um, she was looking at my hair and she had the um, faux locks and she was like, what are you doing with your hair? I'm like, these, these, I'm locking my hair. Like, you don't even know what I'm doing and you got the faux locks in your hair. So I was, I'm, I'm really confused sometimes. I'm not, well, no, the faux locks is um, actually, the look is very, for people to have the issue of the natural look, the natural look of locks. So yeah, it's, the fuzz. Yeah, so it's like a person that um, just don't like the fuzz of locks and they just like how your sister, you know, right. the, the perception, uh -huh. which goes back to that, the cons of it. <laughs> um, the the time is some of the times it, it's like the time it takes to do it, do it. Mm -hmm. um it usually take about four hours um to whip your hair back and forth or whatever then the weight of it right and 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 some you have to have a good stylist in order to wrap those faux locks because they will unravel so you have to be really good at your game as a stylist to do them so they won't um unravel I know somebody who got them done and they was unraveled the next day and she went back and they unraveled the next day after that so um they have it's a I, I want to say it's hard but you have to be really skilled to um wrap the hair around that and if you want a person <laughs> that does the faux locks we have some people on the roster that does some great faux locks mm -hmm. um in the building um the um the faux the faux locks are basically the, the um they're also made out of, they're like a, it's a fiber now, yeah. a synthetic fiber. Just like some of the two-strand twists in the kinky yeah. hair, they have like different uh, levels of the fiber mm -hmm. or whatever. And it's also, you know, um, um, it's, it's, it's an Asian-made product. Yes. I, it's, it's like all the hair is actually kind of like made from mm -hmm. Asia. Um, we don't have any markets in that mm -hmm. that game, and I wanted to know how we could because you know yeah. that the, the guy that was making those now it, lock extensions. The, the lock extension they had a fiber that they make lock extensions out of, and I still think the fiber is um, from China. Mm -hmm. And um, it, but but you can make it. It's like you're stooling. You make it. So that's more of an authentic right. look, and that's a, a a way that you can start the lock. Mm -hmm. Now, visionarily, we need to know. Um, like, I like to look at books and, and different looks of locks. Um, I had to learn different textures of hair and to relearn to love my hair texture and all the levels that they come in. Even, you know, people with more curlier hair to uh, kinkier hair, just embracing all looks. Um, and with that being said, it's, it becomes offensive when you don't look at all the different looks or everybody get caught up into this one silky, look when mm -hmm. and then so when you look at my hair when we have our natural kink which is like a phenomenal thing study yourself and study mm -hmm. the the coil of your hair it's mm -hmm. like the way dna works mm -hmm. it goes just like that and right. that's your texture counterclockwise counterclockwise yeah. and so it's like um it's energy uh it's uh it's beautiful and it's great when you tame it i just love doing my job because i love the kink of hair but i had to 
embrace it first, to see the beauty in it and mm -hmm. to know I can sculpt it in different ways and, and, um, and embracing someone here that might have more of a, a curlier uh, thing, they still have issues, they still get tangled. I mean, mm -hmm. your Puerto Rican chicks with their hair, they still hair got shrinkage. It still take a lot of, a lot to stretch it. Um, but to know how to deal and go through those textures in their natural form, Italian women, um, Jewish women, or we're so mixed, we just don't know. We have all these different cultures in our hair, so to embrace every strand is great. But right. what we're here about is Black hair matters, and it um, and it's time for us to embrace it, embrace it mm -hmm. and not look at people when they're going through their journey. Um, yeah, when you you're not used to seeing kinky hair, you're not used to seeing a locked bud because a lot of us are cheating. You know, hey, I'm one of them. I did the two strand twist extensions, kept them in, but no, I didn't. I wore my hair out. I did enjoy my texture, my own texture out. And then I did my, my uh, life experience, but I did it with the two-strand twist and, and then took them out when I got a desired length. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of ways we can go about doing it, right. but. And I'm just, I'm, I'm over here thugging it out. <laughs> that's not. Thug life. Yeah. That's the way it, we think, you though. Know, but the you know thing what? is, it, it's, we got to tell people that, look, I mean, my hair is kinky, but it's something to do with this. I missed it. I mm -hmm. add oil. I love on my hair. Mm -hmm. I give it oil like mm -hmm. I give my face and my body. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. it get love all the time. So just because it looks frizzy, that means mm -hmm. that, I mean. It's just teaching me. It's I've been through a lot of stages of hair, and with this log journey, I tell you, it's teaching me to, um, as I always do, just embrace people where they're at, you know, I find, and you even see it in the salon, like, you know, people yeah. asking questions, and it's like, wow, you know. Or just stating like, you know, I, don't, I mean, it's, it's like, I do locks, but I do natural hair, I, I'm a natural hair care stylist mm -hmm. and people will come in i want an appointment but i don't want no locks i mean it's just like okay mm -hmm. you don't have to get locks and personally i don't i don't think you deserve them <laughs> no but i mean but at the end of the day you know hey i digress you know i can be a lock snob you know everybody uh -huh. don't have to have locks it's not mm -hmm. something everybody it's has to have everybody. no yeah. no and just because i got them don't mean i want the world with them so um i want you to want it <laughs> right, you have to, and you have yeah. to want it. You yeah. have to want it. I want you to want to be natural. If mm -hmm. you don't want to be natural, stay who you are. That's great. I can see you. Mm -hmm. You know, you can see me. I can see you. We good. Mm -hmm. It's like embrace where you are. And yeah. another con on the the faux fox locks is faux lock is faux. yeah, it's faux. It's okay. faux. It's when you take them down. Um, there's a certain way you have to take them down. You are going to deal with. Um, your hair lacking uh, you keep lacking of moisture, so the hair is really dry sometimes when you take it down because you can't get access to that hair with all the wrapping of um, with the hair around it. So you just want to make sure you're. And I don't see that happening. Do you see people spraying their hair with um, like water and rose water? You know, the moisturizer because that'll make the 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 faux lock unravel in it. So they probably not moisturizing and No, you should be able to get to your scalp with the faux lock. You would get to I your mean, scalp yeah. but your 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 hair that's wrapped around there. Well, you know, my hair, um, when I had the two strand twist extension and the locks, they can't they seem like they were just they would it was like my that, hair was loved on and just protected. But that's a two strand twist extension though. Oh, oh yeah. I don't I'm you know what I'm really not that educated. I never had the faux locks and I don't desire to do them and mm -hmm. I don't want them. 
So I mean, so I didn't, I didn't study them, but I just know I don't. I think that it's um, people here. If you keep it in, it might break off. Right. But okay, so um, so faux locks are normally um, they're they're they can be braided in or sewn in. Yeah, and they have individual extensions yeah. as well now. So, yeah, they have that them. we don't own. <laughs> um, so they actually like maybe part them. Some people have the individuals, or some people have their hair braided, and then somebody loops the the silky look through the the silky faux lock in mm -hmm. their hair. So it's braided, but it'll be moving around. So you can right. still do something to your hair. You can still yeah. oil the scalp. As long as the scalp, you still gotta love on your scalp and your hair through these extensions or whatever. But um, um, if you leave them in longer. You're gonna lock up. You're gonna lock up. You're gonna mat up. It's gonna be hard. Yeah. Yeah. You, you have to be, you have to keep it moisturized first of all. And then you have to make sure that you, um, you know, you, know you, you make sure that they're separated and moisturized. That's the main thing. Mm -hmm. If you go past three months with it, it's gonna cause matting, especially if you haven't done anything to it. And we have to be mindful on how we take the, the faux locks out or any, um, uh, extension braided style, which I recommend that you do a conditioner, um, a moisturizing conditioner um, for your hair, and it makes it, uh, it takes it makes it easier for you to use to take the braid from and separate your braid from the hair, um, from the fake hair, and it also helps the part the part that's matted for you to use your comb, your rat tube comb, to separate it and break it apart because that's like almost like the starting of locks and mm -hmm. how that matte form starts when you leave. Uh, something in too long, and I just it just I'm telling you, if it's it'll help you out with these styles when you keep a leave-in conditioner in your hair, like a little spraying kind, right. and make sure your hair is because um, your hair afterwards when you take it out, it won't be brittle, it won't be. Just don't not do nothing right. to your hair. <laughs> yeah, you have to do something. Um, no, you. Um, it's like can you um, can you grow locks just like faux locks is one of the questions no um i've never seen a real lock look like a faux lock at, at all this um our hair is totally different even from the kinkiest to the curliest um textured hair the hair still takes on a a more um like natural kinky look um if that makes sense the um kinky hair it doesn't reflect the light like silky hair, so it's not like a, a real shiny, natural hair is not like a real shiny because the, the light reflection, so. And, and people, just to let you know about locks, locks, uh, real locks, everybody's locks will look different. Everybody can't have the same textured lock. That mm -hmm. would be the goddess locks. That would be the faux locks. It's, nobody has a lock that curls like that at the end. It's just not, and everybody had the same hair, but different colors. Right. It's just. Right. It's mass produced. It's like mm -hmm. so. No, no, they look different. Right. I would like. I'm interested, and I know um, I've googled this a couple of times and haven't really found any black-owned um, kinky hair um, producers or manufacturers. Um, so, if you're out there and you do have a company that um, specializes in kinky hair extensions, hit us up at hairgoals313 at gmail.com um, and just you know email us and we'll love to support something like that because I think we need to learn how to put money back in our own pockets we're always talking about black lives matter now black hair matters kinky hair matters we need to put money back in our pocket and stop supporting people who don't want to support us 
these Asians do not want to support us. They don't like us. You see how they look at us when we go on the store and the beauty supplies. They're, they're, they think we're going to steal everything, and, and we're funding their lives, and we need to stop that. We need to put money back in our pockets. So Yeah, one of my clients, I hope this works out, but she's coming to my shop, and she's going to China. I'm like, I'm going to see if she can American gangster this and kind of meet with the Chinese guys and see mm-hmm. what we can do because we right. really don't travel, and we really don't even try. Like we, mm-hmm. I haven't even thought about, like, all Asians don't not like us because they love our yeah. culture, too. I right. mean, you know, it's some of them that, you know, they got locks. It's, look it up, guys. There's some Asian people with locks. They got a whole community. Mm-hmm. So um, the thing is, we just, we, I think some people want to see us win. We got to bump into them. Yeah. Um, I would like to go to China see or, or try to see what it is. Because actually what they do, guys, is like nobody really makes natural hair. It's like no real natural hair. The kinky hair, that's not real. It's like, how many people do you know that's black giving up their hair like that? <laughs> like, we know that the, the that's a culture that the yeah. Indians, that's a culture. Mm-hmm. They grow it out, cut it cut off. It off. Throw it yeah. This is not, this is what they do is they take, they take the straight hair and they texturize it. Mm-hmm. They do something, it's a, it's a process. Mm-hmm. We don't know that process. But yeah. I know in Egypt, it was a time we wore and we made and we created wigs. So I, yeah. we probably need to, I'm glad we're having this conversation mm-hmm. because that might be something that we have to go to because in ancient times, we wore wigs, we wore makeup, we created that. So that was something we made. And I wondered, you know, when I looked it up about the natural hair, for our kinky hair, it says that it's made out of boar's hair. The boar's hair, yeah. So that's a that's an animal. So mm-hmm. that makes sense mm-hmm. how we can have some human hair, but it ain't human. It's animal. You know what yeah. I mean? But it's like we use um, um, lamb, mm-hmm. and you know we use that on the so. Yeah, we really need to. Um, but we need to look into that because yeah, Asians, definitely they they are like a master of skills because they're around here making ri- fake rice, fake lettuce. <laughs> yeah, but that's the that's the that's not the good Asian. That's not right. I know, but, but I mean, they're making <laughs> fake kinky hair too. You know, yeah, it's like definitely, definitely. Yeah. They, they, um, but you know, another thing you say that they're amazing people. But you know, we did travel after Africa. Mm-hmm. We did move around. So we moved to Asia. We moved to all these different areas. So we we kind of dropped down some jewels, and, yeah. and people take things from us that we're not taking, which means that we that don't we get need, credit for. Well, you know what? Yeah. Now there's so much information out here, guys. You can get it. Like, you can get this information about how wonderful and beautiful you are as black people, yes. how powerful and magic you are as uh-huh. black people, and um, that your ancestors, you got you got it in you. It's in your DNA. Mm-hmm. So try to get, get, you know, like, try to get to know your hair, get to know your body. Get try to know to, your culture get to know your culture it's, it's beautiful and mm-hmm. everybody takes our culture flip it around put their color on it and bam mm-hmm. reintroduce themselves so I, you know yeah i think didn't mean to get off the faux lock thing <laughs> but you know you know use your faux locks to get to your real locks like locks meaning hair mm-hmm. hair don't mean my hair is big locks you know like it really like remember goldilocks so it just locks mean hair so yes. when we say locks love and lifestyle we not meaning just locked people like meaning your locks your hair you know should we educate them on the word dread well, or they're not ready yet. No, I think that, I don't know. It, I, you know, it's yeah, like positive yeah. and negative okay. things on dreads. I guess like right. I've heard that people just look. I don't know. Go ahead. That they look dreadful, and that's why they start calling them dreadlocks. Um, 
and that's where dreadlocks formulated from because they thought they were unattracted and they looked at dreadful. So it just makes me cringe. I know a lot of people aren't educated on um, locks and a lot of people use dreads. Even some of our um, clients come in like, I want to get my dreads retwisted. You know, it's just not knowing the information, not knowing the, the culture behind us as, you know, black people. We have a lot of culture and I think we need to start focusing more on our culture and understanding ourselves more. I'm a, I should have looked at, read about it a little bit more about what they were stating about it. Rasta culture. Okay. Have you had clients who left faux locks to natural lock styles? I never had a client that had faux locks. It was because it's not my clientele. Um, anybody that would call and ask for faux locks from me, I would uh, recommend them to. I think that's a possibility, yeah. I think I have some people that, it's a lot of young ladies that um, play with a lot of different styles. Mm -hmm. The faux locks, the two-strand twist extensions, mm -hmm. um, braids, the, you know, then, you know, then it was like, you know, I'm tired, I, I'm, I'm ready to lock. So basically that's kind of like where my clientele is. So definitely um, people have played, that's why I'm not ever knocking uh, anybody's styles. It's just like trying to teach people what you do when you have faux locks or when you, you know, and the difference between the two because, you know, people was like, well, what is that? So I'm just, we just flat out giving back information, not mm -hmm. really being uh, judgmental on it. Right. Um, and then it's just also like trying to tell people the difference, like when you see it, you know, the natural look or the silky look. And the only thing I, I really would like, our, especially the 4C or people that have kinkier hair to embrace it because we've always looked uh, at, at other curl, curl patterns as as better mm -hmm. when you can really shape and form yours if you know what to do with it. Right. And so when we say the faux lock look, we just want you know, people to start envisioning beauty in the kink mm -hmm. because, you know, I had to change my perception of things. You know, I have fair faucet hair and, you know, all type of styles, right. bobs and silky, you know, you just be like, oh, her hair pretty. Mm -hmm. I wish I had hair like that. Mm -hmm. But then now I'm okay with my hair and I'm still okay with her hair. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just. That's the one thing I didn't, um, before I went back to my natural texture hair, that I didn't look at people with um, Afro texture hair, kinky hair, wearing a natural. I didn't look at it as, or look at locks as, Ugh. I always thought it was beautiful and I really thought I couldn't achieve that look like I just didn't have that kind of hair, you know, when I, I did. But I've always admired that kind of hair. It was like a connection, like it was had you in a daze, like, oh, wow, look at that Afro or, or look at them locks. I used to always be like that with natural hair, like, man, I wish my hair could be like that. And look, now, yeah, I, I was that know. girl when right. I, I finally, especially living in Harlem, just seeing so yeah. many beautiful looks. And I was like, God, because mm -hmm. we was the hair capital in Detroit. You know, we have Motown. We, we the fabulous. You mm -hmm. know, I, I grew up wanting to be the dynasty here. I wanted to look like Diane Carroll. <laughs> you know what I mean? I wanted to be, you know, Claire Huxtable. Right. You know, so, you know, I wanted that hair. Yeah, you bouncy, know? yeah. yeah so when I did get my perm and, you know, go, you know, have my bob, my hair was a thick, you know, I, I liked my hair the way it was. Mm -hmm. I really did like my, my hair, but mm -hmm. I just... <laughs> You, when I saw locks at that time, I could be like, that'll never be me. Right. That would never be me. And then when you finally saw people embracing themselves mm -hmm. and like, wow, this is beautiful. Right. 
and I know it's cliche, but I feel more at peace and at one with my hair in its natural texture than I ever felt before. Um, when my hair was straight and um, wearing the When you just the have wrap, to constantly I, alter it. You know, when yeah. you have to constantly alter every time the new person came, the new growth came in person, you just had to alter it. It's yeah. just like, it felt like I would, I had to look a certain way to come out into the world. Like, I mean, mm -hmm. still, I still do. I still care about my locks and everything, but that I wouldn't go nowhere if if I my hair wasn't done because I was powerless. I couldn't. My beautician had <laughs> she had power. You know, she like had shackles yeah, on. If you lose your you, you get you your hair spot. wet. It's like, hey, can I come see you? Not, mm -mm. <laughs> I ain't going nowhere. And the roster culture on on Fox Lost, they not they not digging that. <laughs> yeah, they think um, I've, I follow a lot of people on Instagram and there's been some memes like, you know, um, when they say something like, I'm not digging the faux locks or or you missed the struggle. Let's argue, you know, <laughs> <Right>. so <laughs> they're not really digging that, um, you know, because for some people, the lock community, the lock culture is it's a journey and it's more than just changing your hairstyle yeah. you know so you have to go through all that you have to go through the the, the struggle you know they call it the struggle with yeah the i'm gonna actually let y'all know that when i moved to new york in the 90s about the hair though <clears throat> they were snobs about the locks yeah like i mean you ask for extensions that's you like it's like you smacked your your loctician mm -hmm. like you don't want to go through the natural <laughs> You know, like it was right. just like uh, yeah, no, I right. don't. No, I, I don't. I'm actually surprised and and proud of myself for going through it. You because I, I thought I was like I'm just gonna get extensions, or I'm gonna get um, I'm gonna wrap my hair and not wear my hair out. And then I I got to a point where I'm um, was just twisting my front, twisting my front. I'm like, you know what? I'm, let me let these locks do what's gonna do. Well, you know, the roster, um, as far as um, going back to the rosters with locks, um, it, it's a spiritual uh, thing about the locks, to tell you the truth. It's the reason why, you know, I can be light about it, but at the end of the day, I, I say I'm a lock snob because I don't think the people understand why they did what they do. You know, um, they're one with God. It's like um, they're one with nature, and they let the rosters that you see that don't have manicured locks, they just let it grow naturally mm -hmm. um, without uh, God being, I mean, with just letting it just go into its natural um, circle of uh, DNA or the, right. or the way it, it grows. They just naturally let it grow in that natural way. So um, they were clean, even though you think that they looked dirty, mm -hmm. they were vegetarian, vegans. Um, they study from the Coptic Bible, um, which is like more of ancient than the Bible that we read of now. Um, they um, they don't just smoke weed for what the reasons that you think we do. You know, like it's 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 all in um, it's it's a culture and a faith, a way of eating, a way of life. It's love. It's it's Bob Marley. It's kind of like right. what he what he stood for. So, you know. You need to look into the faith and culture of Rasta and um and 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 see what that's uh, what that that was like the start of what um lock the locks locks was about and it's really like a religious I mean a spiritual mm -hmm. way of being a holistic lifestyle that comes from the Coptic Bible and I think it's still 
uh, comes from Egypt as well, not to, um, Rasta is part of the Afrocentric or Egyptian or Kemetic culture as far as we had locks then. When I went to um, Egypt, they really, one guy pulled me over to the side and, and showed me the pictures and was stating that those were actual locks which means that we either made wigs that had locks or you actually grew locks. And it still was a spiritual thing. Not everybody had the locks. So at the end of the day, I'm not really, like when somebody trip about the kink in my hair or me having locks or talking about a Rasta, it lets me know where you are at that level. You know, you just mm -hmm. didn't know. Like, I mean, what most people looked at those guys and think that they nasty and they stink. And, that, and you might meet one of those that's like, and that's, uh, uh, yeah. that had got mad at hair because he's um, a vagrant or something mm -hmm. like that. But when you, um, you, you pass a Rasta and his hair looked like, a, like um, the, what's the guy named? The Weekend or something. Yeah. And he smelled good and his body is, is lean and he's, he don't eat any meat. Mm -hmm. And he's very spiritual. Um, it's a shock, you know. Right. You, you don't even know your own culture. So just, we really got to get into studying that. It's a beautiful culture, it you is. know. It's a beautiful culture, um, and it's um, and it, and, it, and again, it's part of our of who we are. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So um, what are we going to talk about next week? What's our next topic? Um, so anyway, before, while, we, while they're looking to see what the next topic is for the next week, I wanted to just say that I really do want us to, um, we, this is all about love. I mean, even if it's, when we embrace our culture, it's a lot of, lot of people love us. Like, just love on you and get mm -hmm. to know you. Like, we got to get back to love again. Right. We're talking about love, locks, and, rela and relationships. We want to talk about nutrition and, and, and bettering your, your body for more you know, quality of life. And we want you to feed your children better. Like, we, yes. we messed up on this. If your kids don't want no meat, leave it away. Yes. We let them be more vegetarian. Give them more herbs and give them things from the earth so you can, you know, let's not keep depending on these doctors like this, mm -hmm. guys. Like, really, God gave us everything on earth. Study your herbs, right. you know, your liver. You can just feed. If you go to the doctor, get. we're not trying to lose. Look, we are one. If you go to a doctor, hey, he can tell you what the problem is. You go home and work on that. Cut right. that out. Like, mm -hmm. if, you, if you eat yeah. more of that type of diet and we start cooking and eating together and, 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 and going to these gardens and growing, mm -hmm. teach your kids how to grow and be one with the earth. Love right. this place because this is all we got. Them, yeah, this is all we got, and we really all we got. Right. So, yeah. so next week uh, um, we're, we're going to be talking about um, – where to buy natural goods and how to make your own natural goods. So, yes, yeah, so we'll be talking about that next week. And uh, again, if you have any questions, you can hit us up at Hair Goes 313 um, about anything you want us to discuss yes, on any podcast or on Instagram, if, yeah. Facebook, yes, and Gmail. And Gmail. Yes. Yes. All right. Have a good one, guys. Thank you. Until next week. My Bye. Natural Hair is a podcast that shares all the information you're looking to learn about natural lifestyle and growth. My Natural Hair is hosted by LaDonna Sams and Marquisha St. Clair from the Hair Goals 313 Salon. Subscribe, like, and share on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher to the My Natural Hair podcast. And don't miss the how-to lessons, styles, and love of natural hair. Detroit Sip is where you need to enjoy coffee.
Meet with your neighborhood association and write your next journal entry. Detroit SIP is a community business located at 7420 West McNichols, Detroit, Michigan, 48221. Open Thursday through Sunday for you to experience the real Detroit over a great mocha. Visit Detroit SIP today.